Hey folks, Captain Kevin Favor here for Whalen Bay Marine, and I want to tell you all about a new line of boats they are carrying. Whalen Bay now carries tracker boats, nitro performance fishing boats, sun tracker pontoon boats, Tahoe boats, and we all know the last one, Mako. So now, no matter what your boat needs are, Whalen Bay has you covered. You have your choice of the number one aluminum boat, family boats, performance fishing boats, or just a straight up fishing machine in the new Mako boats. Does it get any better? Also, I can promise you that when you buy your new boat, all of the folks at Whalen Bay will make sure that your boat is rigged correctly and in a timely manner. And you can do all this at Whalen Bay and St. Augustine located at 845 State Road 207. Or give them a call at 904-217-3778. Whalen Bay Marine, your authorized tracker boats, Nitro, Sun Tracker, Tahoe, and Mako boats. Whalen Bay Marine, give them a call at 904-217-3778. Welcome to the Mo Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm going to take you fishing, honey. You're going to love it. Brought to you by Ring Power on 1010XL. Here's Captain Kevin Faber and Captain Scott Shank. Good evening and welcome to the most Southwest Girl Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Kevin Favor, Senator with Captain Ricky Papour, and Captain Scott Shank is in the house. That's me. <laughs> Thanks for holding down we're, the fort next just, week, We're boys. just going to start calling you Captain Grumpy, though, man. Oh, my gosh. Can you get on anybody else at Comanche Cove? Well, damn, when I get... <laughs> <laughs> when the hose is only a foot long, you try to clean the fish cleaning tables off, and you go home with Could fish Could you reach guts. it? Hell no, I can't reach. <laughs> I told him. I said if you weren't 5'3 and did 350. Damn, and I ain't never seen a fish cleaning table with a foot long hose. What the hell is that all about? Back from I'm soaking ass wet. Just, he's soaking wet. And, 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 and I'm like, and he's he's, he's yelling at the guys. Can't I'm not y'all... yelling at him. I just asked again. Let me ask you a question. Yeah. I'll bring you the hose. Can y'all put like a longer hose on the fish cleaning table for me? <laughs> I felt like I was milking a cow. I was holding up an air. <laughs> and of course, you know how they are on there. That, I mean, when you turn on, the, oh, there, that, there's that, been there's, guys there, on there, dude, before. There that's is not, pressure on not, those. Oh, oh my yeah. god, it's awesome. And when, when the hose used to be like really long, it was. Oh, I, you always laughed because they would crack that thing, and yeah. then they would go to like, oh, it's opening up a spigot. Whoa! And all of a sudden, the hose would start whipping around, look like a rattlesnake in the woods. Anytime, like, anytime somebody comes next to me when I'm cleaning the rice, I, I see him reach for the valve. Yep, I just no, step uh, out of the way. Yep, yep, <laughs> just because somebody's the getting wet. Yep, 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 yep. Oh, but, uh, it's I awesome to have like that kind of pressure. What's that? It's awesome to have that kind of pressure. Oh my gosh! Oh, yeah. Clean, cleaning my boat. Cleaning your boat, there, man. It's yeah. It's it's. No, I it's, just don't like getting all. I mean, I'm trying. I know. I'm just I'm just giving you a hard time. Welcome back. Thank you. You had a long week last week. I did. What a great. I mean. You know, it, again, folks, we're still dealing with the pogey situation of life, which is none. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. No, you know, no, no, no. Yeah. Thank goodness for this year that the jigging baits have showed back up. Right. So yes. that's been their survival. But they are not easy. But they're not easy. But I got to just tell you a real quick story. Um, we had the nuts and bolts of fishing in for four days, and I was filming a TV show with him Wednesday and Thursday. So I, we jig our baits and everything's great. You're on his boat. I'm on his boat running right. his 27 sheer water, twin 200s. Pretty boat. Yeah, that's all it is. It's pretty. Uh, anyhow. <laughs> 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 it goes downhill from there. Yeah, I can uh, tell you that right now. Yeah. Um, so anyhow, I get out to the south end of Nine Mile. We're the first boat there. Mm-hmm. 
and I looked 50 feet over. There's a sailfish sleeping on top of the water with his fin out of the water. Awesome. And I went, no, this can't yeah, yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, no. What, yeah. So Johnny, the cameraman, he's scrambling. Johnny, get the camera. And I'm, you know, Steve, you know, I'm doing all this. So thank goodness I had thought before I left the dock, because of all the cobias that we've been seeing around the local stuff. I have a pitch I, rod. I had a pitch rod. Son, I hooked that cigar, about a seven-inch cigar man on that thing, and, and Sevis threw it literally five feet, seven feet in front of his bill. It looked like a fat kid at a candy shop, son. He awesome. just yeah. rolled up there and just blah, blah, And it's like Johnny got it all. Fish made well over 20 jumps. Fish was crazy. Um, was it a big fish? Eh, 25 pounds. Um, Doesn't matter. It was like... Okay, yeah. cool. Duck. So caught some kingfish, caught that. So then the next day we came inshore. He wanted to do an inshore show. I said, okay, let's flounder fish. And so anyhow, we caught some rat reds and stuff. And uh, I don't know, we were a half hour, 40 minutes into the day. And well, boom, I get that right bite. And I went, oh, gosh. I said, Johnny, get ready. Anyhow, threw a six-pound flounder on the bottom of his boat. And I just mm. picked up the mic and I just went, Drop the mic. We're done. <laughs> Can't pretty much get any better than that. No, that's nope, awesome. Nope, nope, nope. That's, that, that's good stuff. You know, and then had a bunch of charter captains in town. It's so hard because when we do this real quick, when we do this, it starts in January, and I, it's a series of stuff we have to get done. You never know what the weather's going to be, okay? And so I got bay boats, and that, that sufficed me just in case the weather was snotty, which it was on the second day. Mm-hmm. We all had to stay inshore. Um, there's a couple boats that try that did, but it was ugly. But that was the whole reason beside of what I. But they're not part do. of the TV show. They're just no. They were no, 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 no. The second day we taped the the third and the fourth day too. We're taping too. I'm running the boat around with the cameraman, and I drop Johnny off on everybody's boat, and he sits on Zach's boat, Rob Bennett's boat, whoever's boat, okay, and films while they're fishing, as well as you would have heard them. Um, they will call in on the channel. Hey, we're hooked up to a cobia. We're doing this. And I drive Johnny over there yeah. and get right next to the boat as, you know, Captain Zach Timmons was fighting fighting a decent cobia. Yeah. And we slid right there next to him, boat to boat. I thought that know. was awesome because all the boats were right there together. And Scotty was able to just yep. right. I mean, so every, it made it made. Well, I, I had to set that it. up for that, you know, and I had to make it yeah. a party situation. Mm-hmm. And look, you know, that's fine. But in the morning, let's kind of like start together because the fish are spread out. Have they been? They haven't yeah. really been that concentrated, so they kind of been spread out. How many boats did you have? Fifteen. Very nice. And I was having a tough morning that morning, and they they started talking about catching fish. I was like, "Hey, they just invited us to the party, guys." <laughs> <laughs> so there is, there is, because I look back on the film, you're in the backdrop. So whenever yeah. the, when it, the show will air um, in the fourth quarter, which anywhere between October and December. Um, but anyhow, yes, you're. I, I already watched previews, and you're. Yeah, you 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 got. Yeah, Seco's got a few shots in it. Cool. So that's very nice. Anyhow, it was a great time. Had people as far away as Arizona, west, and as far north as Minnesota. So how many guests did you have? Eighty-six. So so you, so eighty-six people who are viewers of the show. Correct. And, and they they booked oh. their own places. No no no, that's me. That's what I started back in January. Well, what I'm saying, they have to pay for them. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, it, yeah. It's called Fishing Fest. So right. he sets up an amount. I didn't realize that's how it was set up. Yeah. yeah. So 86 viewers of the television show. And they might not all be fishing. And they also, there was eight of them that brought their own boats. 
cool. from like Georgia area or whatever that are around. And any boat that you saw, that's why we all had those red flags flying. Yeah, yeah. So something I could I could see mm-hmm. from a distance and in the river or wherever, and I, I could run to them and stuff like that and and all. But uh, yeah, it starts back in January. Um, we add, thank you to the Marlin Club for setting us up for two nights there. Big Bill, Captain Bill Polovic, uh, he catered it. We had barbecue on. Uh, and he ran your boat. And he ran my boat yep. Thursday night, and cool. uh, and then a low country boil on Saturday, and then I took Sunday and Monday off because I needed a break. Yeah. Yep. And and your boat almost sunk at Comanche Cove. <laughs> oh yeah. I, I haven't heard this. <laughs> oh really? You no. didn't hear this? No. <laughs> you oh my. It. Come grumpy again. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're not going to uh, a certain organization that's at Comanche Cove. Lady comes in, panics, hits the throttle, and puts her boat up on top of mine. But she did oh. not put it on top of yours. She slammed me into the dock and put dock rash all down the side of my boat. Oh, that is not true. It's that long. Oh, my God. All right, go ahead. Okay. Yeah, anyway, so <laughs> flounder fishing this week has been as good as I've ever seen it. Yes, agreed. Yeah. It's agreed. It just matters I know, on time. I know, I know that that you flounder fish in the summertime. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's times when you're, you're just like, I don't care about shrimp. I don't care about tide. You know, um, I'm, I'm throwing mud minnows. I'm throwing little mullet. You, you, I mean, you, you do that a lot in the summertime. Ricky and I, we're going offshore. I mean, if it's, if it's yeah. feasible to go offshore. But literally, my trip on Wednesday, I had Doug and Travis. And oh, I yeah. said, you know, we might just want to stay inshore. Yeah. Because it was just that snotty enough that it was going to make it uncomfortable. Right, right, As right, it was. Right. And, I mean, just interjecting that real quick. The only downside this right now is there's no mud minnows. Right. And there is the finger mullet, I mean, are there if you have a quarter-inch mesh net. But they're just them, they're pinky long, you know. Right. And they no, don't know, last that long. And, but I tell you what, I've had you know, no problem catching flounder on shrimp. No, no, I'm not. But the, yeah. what my point was getting to is I pitch a lot of docks and stuff like that this time of year for my flounder, and them stupid little eight-inch mangoes are Everywhere. all over the place. Yeah. We got beat up four dozen. Oh, I had shrimp. 14 dozen. I think I let back eight when I got done, well, and I had two guys. Four dozen, one guy. Well, one guy and one woman, and gone quick like. I mean, like right now we gone. caught one flounder today, yeah. and the, it was just it was instant. The, the shrimp had hit the water on yeah. the jig head. Yeah, gone. Yeah. You just yep. feel a little something. Yeah, yeah. Like, Dang. Yeah. And, right. and and you need them for the jetties because I caught drum out there in redfish right, today, but you need them. But you but I'm just telling on... you, I'm just telling you what I have started figuring this out. And I mean, gosh, it's taking this long. If you can't find these finger mullet and all that, you got to teach people. I mean, fish bites, you know, butt kickers in the chartreuse yeah. or whatever. I mean, Captain Zach Timmons is the greatest one in the world. If you really, really, really want to learn how to throw artificials. At least in the around this area, damn Zach is good at it. Mm-hmm. You know, and I watched him the other day. He had little kids on the boat, right? Ten and twelve year old kids. And funny thing was, Dad <laughs> said, "I don't want to send them to camp. You got them for three days for six hours, oh, for three Lord. days in a row." So anyhow, uh, he was throwing artificials with them, and I mean, he had seven or eight or nine flounders. You know, every day, legal. We're talking legal. Yeah. And honestly, I don't keep them unless they're fifteen inches or better. Yeah. I, I saw something funny today. I, I felt for him a little bit, but Captain Jacob Hardy was fishing the inside of the rocks right there when we came when we finished up. 
and uh, he had a, a little one on the front of the boat, and she was she was trying really hard to cast her own rig. Mm-hmm. So you got to give props for that. Sure, but she <laughs> she would she would swing for the fence every time, and she was trying to throw over the top of the t-top kind of yeah like, oh, on her swing. Yeah. And anyway, she just kept tangling up, and he he took the rod from her. <laughs> he had to, you know clear the lines because everybody there's four people <laughs> cast in the same direction it was just funny it, it's, it's 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 a charter it's right yeah, yeah. but i gotta tell i mean one she more she was thing. having a good time yeah though. uh during this fishing fest thing uh before the kickoff party uh, when you were saying that with the little kid there was a bucket and a bucket was passed around and there was four snoopy poles involved and whoever caught the biggest fish on a snoopy pole won you know, want to want to what we call a free ride, which they're going to Crystal River in the fall, and so he gets all expense paid trip to Crystal River. The guy caught a four point three pound flounder on a damn Snoopy pole. Wow! No kidding. Fished it the entire day for two days straight. Never let it down. Never put it down. Never. Every time we drove by him, he had this little no, Superman. Correct me if I'm wrong. Snoopy poles don't have any drag or nothing. They right? don't. Right. But you could doctor them up any way you could. So. <laughs> One day he was with – he caught that fish, I believe, with Captain Jacob Hardy on Saturday. And Jacob was smart. Jacob put 12-pound braid uh, on it. So you didn't – it was just mono e Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, was, you would get He took him. that four-pound test off because right. 12-pound braid is the diameter of four-pound test. Right. And, hell, he had a spool of it. And, son, he would sling that thing. <laughs> and there was there was two other rods that totally got the gears just oh yeah ripped away, out of ripped them. out you yeah. know rusted you know from reeling in all the little you yep. know the little mangoes or whatever they were catching but yeah on a Snoopy pole four point three pound flounder we got to talk about sharks a little bit here I don't know okay. exactly what you that know. one about eight at the North Jetty today didn't it yes but those aren't the ones bothering me okay it's well hold, hold hold that thought okay. and uh, we'll, we're gonna get a scout report from oh. Captain Leon Dana. Boy, he and, looks and, like he's been having a good time. Oh my gosh, yes! And then uh, he we'll, needs to wipe we'll, the sunscreen. I, I would, I would love to talk about that because I, I had one eaten. I, I had a redfish eaten right yep. next to Scott at the Jetties on Wednesday. I'm like, that comment, go nope. away. Six four one ten ten. If you want to give us a call right here on the Mose Southwest Girl Fishing Forecast, be right back. This is the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. I'm Captain Ricky Pupor, sitting in with Captain Kevin Favor, and Captain me. Scott Shank, and maybe Shots. we have Leon on the phone? Maybe. Leon! Hollywood! <laughs> What's happening? Prime time. Oh, yeah, prime time. Oh, he's Hollywood. prime now. I can tell you he's back in the dock. <laughs> oh, no, he's, oh, he's been scalloping. Oh, I'm well into my third prime time drink right now. <laughs> Very nice. Oh, Very man. nice, Leon. So, so you've been there for, for what, two, three, four days in Steve Hatchie? Three days now. And how's the yes, weather sir. been? It's been really nice. Uh, a light maybe up to eight you know it's not even 10 miles an hour off the off the gulf not off the not off the mainland cool breeze looking at maybe between 2 and 3 p.m a storm that comes off of shore works its way on to onto the gulf once that blows by it's gone again you just move around it no big deal there's no lightning in it 
get your get all your scalping in, come on in about four o'clock ish, maybe four thirty, because you got to get in and and if you want to clean them, you got to clean them. If you want to drop them off, you got to drop them off. Got to go home, shower up, get that dinner ready, pour a couple drinks for yourself, wait for that phone call when your scalps are ready to pick up, and when the sun goes down, about that time, about eight eight o'clock, eight thirty, a big old storm kicks up. And uh, just <laughs> and it's cools that time. <laughs> yes, it's that's so weird because time. every time it always starts over there in the morning. You got yeah. you're actually. I mean, I'm just telling you, you're actually blessed right now because there's. I mean, every time I've been over there, we don't normally leave the dock till like eleven or twelve o'clock because at six o'clock, it's just pouring down rain yeah. already when you mm. want to go. I, I haven't left the dock before nine o'clock every day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. I, I'll never forget my first scalloping. Uh, adventure but I, I got some gps coordinates from somebody and i didn't really know much about that's my first time ever right. using a gps to yeah. go somewhere i was pretty young and a borrowed boat and we pull out of the steenhatchee river mm-hmm. and there's a whole clump of boats hundreds of boats down there we go up there and we're using the gps and we're just kind of weaving it in and out of boats <laughs> and, and everybody's right. i could just see everybody <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're like, dude we're now. diving here yeah, yeah right right so we come on, up Rodney, and we get it right on the spot where the, G- the where the coordinates lined up with what he told me. And I, I, my buddy's up on the bow, and he's he says, "All right, you ready for me to throw the anchor?" And I said, "Yeah." And he doesn't. And he's like, "I said, what's going on?" He said, "Well, there's a six foot lemon shark. We're going somewhere else." I <laughs> know <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, there's yeah. sharks over there. You swim around, you'll see one or uh, two yeah, of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's oh, there's man. sharks everywhere. No doubt about that. <laughs> That's yeah. funny. No gates, no fences. Nope. So did you get, nope. I mean, did you live it out every day? Um, first day, we did not. Uh, we went north, uh, followed the fleet, yeah. and we were uh, we went a couple miles to the north, mm-hmm. and we found we were in about, I'd say, between four and five feet of water, and we were finding mediums and smalls. And with the family that we were with and our family, you know, you got all the kids. They want to grab every scallop they find. And I'm just sitting there throwing them all back because I'm like, I'm not keeping that damn thing. Right. So I kept mediums and larges. And after day two, I spoke to a gentleman that was building a house. And he said, go south. Went south. And we were in five and six feet of water. And it was money. Dead nuts money so you should have been on pepperfish right big big scallops and uh we did very well every single day we 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 five gallon bucketed it up so i mean so it's it's one five gallon bucket per boat well we had five people in the boat and we in and as i remember reading the paper i'm sorry kevin i don't have the paper in front of me okay um uh, it was a five-gallon bucket for uh, the five people that we have, and I know yes. as of July first, I think it, it does increase at that point. Yeah, um, it's two I'd gallons have to per person or five-gallon buckets of boat, whichever's yeah. greater. With uh, the shells, uh, with the shells. But I will right. tell okay. you this: or a pint, that, uh, or a pint of. I mean, you clean them out there too, yeah. but it's a a pint then for that's right per per person. Maybe, there was definitely a size difference of the scallops from the north versus the south. The south was definitely larger, and we were not in shallower water. Like I said, we were in five and six feet of water and doing very well on them in that deeper water. 
which makes a really big difference because you got to sit there and clean those things. <laughs> That's not fun if you're vacuum. cleaning little ones. Oh, 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 yeah. I, yeah, I, I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah, I, 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 didn't, I, yeah. I didn't like it. Yeah. No vacuum for you me. You didn't like the vacuum? Mm-mm. Leon, have you cleaned any of them yourself or did you take them in to, to have them cleaned? Listen, Kevin, <laughs> four and five drinks in, you don't want me cleaning the scallops. <laughs> no, okay. no, not, not Listen, one drink. I don't want to be. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Just, I'm just saying, when I get back to the house, daddy is done. I put the boat away. I'm showering up. I'm relaxing, okay? That's all I'm doing. I'm, I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, did you save me like yeah, 50 yeah. or 60 scallop shells? What's that? Uh, oh, yeah, I got you covered, Scotty. You're good Okay, because I'm coming to the but, house, and I'm going to show uh, you how these are going to eat. I, I sent a map to, to Kevin to post on the on the Facebook page. Yep. And it has a map, and it has all the locations in Steenahatchee where they clean scallops for you if you choose to do it yourself. So that's a nice bonus. So you, you can go to any one of these locations and get it knocked out. And very reasonable indeed. No doubt about that. So, but, uh, so when you say reasonable, uh, you take them a five-gallon bucket and seventeen dollars. Okay, I'm, 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 I'll I'm do that good all with day that. long. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, in my younger years, maybe not, but now, right? Yeah, now, yeah, yeah for seventeen bucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. And here's a three-dollar tip. Yeah. Here's a tip. Yeah, yeah. That's, right. <laughs> that's right. You know, that's why they're seventeen dollars because yeah, you know right. nobody's asking for change. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, so. Kevin. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. Listen, I'd much rather have a couple of drinks than pay seven than do seventeen dollars worth of scalloping on a five gallon bucket. Okay, <laughs> the speed I'm I've done those today. Ladies, do that before. Right. It's amazing how fast they can mm-hmm. do it. Are they using an oyster knife? Yeah. Yep. Huh. Okay. So, and, has, so, so how long do you think it takes them to do a five gallon bucket? I don't know. It's been a long time. Two since hours. Been over Less there, than two hours. Yeah, I know it's way faster than what we could do it as a group of four. It's like, whoa. Oh, okay, so I was thinking, I, I literally, when you said that they were that fast with five-gallon bucket, I was thinking like 45 minutes. But you're saying two hours? I don't think it's No, that. no, less, about an hour and a half to two hours. I think it was closer to an hour and a half because I dropped the monster. Goes, I'll call you in an hour and a half, two hours. Okay, so she's home. doing it faster than that, probably. She's calling you back. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, by the time right. she probably washes them a little bit and packages them up or whatever, whatever. whatever right, 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 right. Exactly. I mean, that's another 10 or 15 minutes in the game. Dude. It's it's amazing to watch them, though, how yeah. fast they are. So, Leon, when, when you pulled up there, you know, like like when um, <laughs> like when we drop off a deer, right? Right. And there's 20 deers in front of you. And so is there is there, like, all kinds of five-gallon buckets in front of you? There's five-gallon buckets, there's coolers, and there's a list with a name and a phone number on it. All right, put okay. your name and phone number on it. I'll call you when it's ready. That's okay. exactly how it is. Okay. And right. when you get done, they're all Ziploc bagged. They're on ice. And have a nice day. Oh, would you like to change that, yep. for that for me? You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Nope, we're but good. they know that this is their nope, time of year. Good. I mean, it's, it's Dina Hashi, Horseshoe, whatever. Sure. I mean, these people have got so used to doing it. This is how they make their money. This is three months of. Yeah, I, mean, I get it. Probably there's six months of their income. Yeah. I yeah, guess. I mean, you know. so I mean, I would, would she, they, probably do 10, 12 buckets a day per person. Probably more because I was just thinking about that. 17 bucks an hour. Right. That's it, 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 it's kind of what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah. You know, that's uh, yeah. 
sure. I, I would think they can clean them faster than that. Yeah, I, w- I would too. Yeah. So anyway, so no, no, no fishing rods on the boat whatsoever, Leon. No fishing rods, no bananas allowed. Absolutely not. <laughs> there was wow. absolutely not a fishing rod in sight near my boat for the last three days, and there will not be a boat one tomorrow either. So uh, were you in the grass where you were at? Or I was no in grass? the grass, okay. and I will say, if I may give two tips yep. for scalloping for this year that worked well for me. First of all, unusually, I found a lot of big scallops. If you find the the, the big sand patches out there, yep. mm-hmm. they were surprisingly a lot of them were lined up in the sand and around the sand patch, yep. uh, much more than I've seen in recent years that I've done it. Yep. And a second thing is for those, I know there's a lot of people that have done this a lot, and there, I know there's some new beginners. When you are in that five and six feet of water, you look down and you see a scallop, just stop for just a moment, please stop, and just look around for five or ten seconds. Because when you see that one scallop, there's probably two more within two or three feet of that one scallop. So when you go down and you grab that one scallop, then you know exactly where to look for that second and that third one. Instead of you going up and coming down and going up and coming down. And when you do that, you lose track of where those other two scallops are. And, I mean, I was picking up four and five scallops at a time. And I would literally plot it out from the first dive. Okay, I get this one. There's one a little bit to my right. He's in front, and then I just keep going down the line, so that you can get multiples on one dive. Plan your dive. Plan your dive. <laughs> yeah. That's right. It, it, yeah, it, plan my because, dive. Because obviously, I was over there in March, and the, and the water was very clear. I mean, can you is is visibility really good? Visibility was outstanding. I mean, I can okay. easily see, see twelve plus feet. Looking forward, looking down was just crystal clear. That was not a problem whatsoever. So, yeah, it was very, it's so cool. Very friendly for scalloping. That's for sure. And it will be tomorrow. Did you see any flounder? (laughs) You know, the only fish that I saw, I mean, I got to see a couple, you know, little pig fish, little spots and whatnot. Yeah. The only fish that caught my eye, my eye of fun was there was a remora that just kept following me around nonstop. <laughs> I mean, I would stop, and this remora was on me like you're a white shark. on rice. Yeah. 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 Big if white had, belly. Yeah, if it's a stu- great white. If like come up and stuck ray. to your belly, oh, my gosh. Look, that yeah. been... It's a shack. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> or or, or, or like a trigger fish would have just. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> years, years ago, I think it's been like seven or eight years ago since I've been over there, but uh, one of those years that I, I went, when the kids were small, we would carry a Hawaiian sling with us. That the yep. the scallops were in a big sandy area, not in the grass. Right. And we were we were gigging flounders while we were scalloping. And Way was, cool. Yeah. Yeah. And there's cobias in there too, boys. It's, I mean, I mean, I was over there in whatever April. I caught one on top water plug. Yeah, a giant one. Yeah. Right. Sixteen right. inches. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Yeah, I got you. I'm just telling you, I did. Kevin? No, I know, I know, I know. It's good stuff. Kevin, did you did you get my photo of the coordinates? I did, I did. So I've already okay. sent those um, off to uh, Tara with the Outdoor Show, who Tara Lagerman, and and she is going to have those up on Facebook on Saturday morning. 
and it's going to be our ring power tip of the week. I just say that those numbers are, they work very well. And what I would say is from that area, just work your way out. I mean, there was not a direction. And, and I will say this, the depth that I worked in, a lot of the times I either used my power poles to stop us and hold us in position, or I would use my spot lock. It was, it was fantastic. Both, using yeah. both of those methods worked extremely well scalloping for the last three days. That's great. All right, buddy, go go back to it. We we appreciate it, and and, and I've never been, and I can't wait to go. Uh, it's and, so and much that, fun. That's What's that? How's the room and board? You asking? We are right? no. He's not a senior club. Oh. No, no, no. Well, that, they 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 couldn't get a. Spot. Oh, they, oh yeah, I didn't yeah, know yeah, that. I thought yeah. that's where he was at. Yeah. Okay. No. No. Yes, sir. No. Yep. Not right, this buddy. year. Next year. Exactly. Take care, guys. See you. See you. Time. <laughs> Um, I, I, you know, probably one of my biggest regrets because having oh, three yeah. kids that love the water and, and, uh, promised them every year, but you guys know, I mean, summertime, man, it's, yep. it's tough to take a week off yep. during, you know, especially at that time when, when, you know, um, you, you gotta, you gotta make it while you can. Yep. And, I you agree. know, if you, if you take a week off, it, you have to times that times how many ever charters you, you miss. You know what I mean? Yeah. I always did around July 4th because there was no way I was going to play in the right. around here anyhow. I yep. was so fortunate. My stepbrother bought a house when the kids were like 10 over there in Keaton Beach. There you go. It was perfect. That, yep. that, that, that's perfect. 641-1010 if you want to give us a call around here on the Moe's Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. We come back. We'll talk to Captain Chip Wingo. Don't go anywhere. The most Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power on 1010XL. Welcome back to the Moe Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast. Captain Kevin Favor, Captain Ricky, me. That's you. That's me. Everybody Every knows, everybody knows who's, who me Every is. Every Thursday night from 6 to 7, yep. you can hear us and all that kind of stuff. It was pretty cool that Leon didn't say the whole story, but... He got over there, and there was somebody over there that was running a boat that knows me and him. Fishes with me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was, that was. You know, it was like, wow. So, yeah, you got. Yeah. And, and, and we're like, Leon, do you know the guy's name? Nope. Nope. Like, Come on, dude. Why <laughs> you're you're better than that. You yeah. know? I mean, really. Why would you like, oh, well, I why, met him. Why, why can't if we get somebody? Met him. I love giving shout outs, you yeah. know? I mean, damn. If you go up there well, and he goes, hey, are, where are you from? Well, St. Augustine, I'm a charter captain. Oh, yeah, well, I fish with. Oh, well, what's your name? Yeah. Oh, hey, I'm Dave. Who the hell would not ask Leon, Leon had other things on his mind. Yeah, yeah. he had to go scalloping. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so we're going to bring Captain Chip Wingo in for this conversation. But but the, the shark thing, I love talking this. Yep. You know, because it, it, it's, it's – it, I, was, I was talking to uh, Teresa and Cody today from, from Ring Power. Uh, they've never – well, Cody fished with me a few years ago, and we caught tarp, and Teresa's never fished with me. And, and sharks is always a, a, a big – conversation but they 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 asked me a lot of questions about like when i got started and 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 how things have changed how the ocean has changed you know what kind of you know what do you what do you see i mean we had we were beach fishing okay we had a lot of time um so in between bites i cannot believe that yeah i can't either i can't either but but my point is is that you know we we don't want to sound negative because we're not being negative. We're being truthful about what we're seeing. 
And and look, there are some things now that are that are better than they were ten years ago. Um, I I still think that the kingfishing is 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 as good as it's ever been. Agreed. You know, I mean, there's 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 no doubt that in the '80s and early '90s that we had this many kingfish. We just didn't. Um, there was a lot of commercial fishing going on at yeah. that time, and they they they've 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 really got a handle on that. So the kingfishing is unbelievable, but there's so many other things that that that, that have turned a cycle. That, yeah, it's it's it it you know we always talk about it. You know, it, it it's it's a cycle, but is it ever going to come back? I don't know. Sharks, Chip, are you there? Oh yeah. Okay, you know sharks. What you're talking about, which I, what I believe you're talking about, because I listened to you guys on the radio. You know, all the guys today and you guys yesterday. And it sounded like Brian Walker got eight or nine bites and never got a fish to the boat. That happened to me once last last year. It was an yeah, eight well, or was, nine yeah. fish hooked up. Oh, yeah, you were right there that day, mm-hmm. uh, Scotty. Um, it's so disheartening to, especially on a day like that, when you get zero fish to the boat. Right. That was That's how I and ended you had nine, that day. And you had nine kingfish on. You yep. saw every single one of them. Right. And, I mean, most of it happened. Now, the funny thing, you guys bring this up. On Sunday, I was laying around the house, so I was watching a TV show. I was watching George Poveromo. Mm-hmm. And he was down off of Key West, kind of sort of middle grounds, catching muttons and stuff. And damned if he didn't bring the same – and I just sat there and chuckled while I'm sitting sure. in my chair. The he brought guys. the same – situation up and said it live on tv which kind of like when i went ooh, but he made the same conversation that the sharking and the finning and all that that was done back in the when i was around the 70s and the 80s what i remember and 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 all that he said honest to gosh on tv he said something has to be done everybody's looking at okay the jewfish are bad he said the sharks are 10 times fold yeah. You know, over what the Jewfish. I mean, the, giant Goliath, Goliath Grouper. Goliath Grouper. Yeah. And you know, he was saying this on the whole show that, and I was, and we were watching it, and the guy was filming it. I mean, dude. I mean, they were just what we're dealing with with the bulls or the the little snaggly tooths and yep. all that eating the muttons. And they, and you can just, I mean, he's in seventy feet of water, dude. He's doing all he could to get the bottom fish right. Up. If somebody has a tip on what we can do, I would love to hear. You no, know, we that. have to just send yeah. it. To, I mean, you, I mean. Instead of them turning their eyes and their ears well, on the snapper thing, we need to make them understand there's other things too that need to be yeah, this, looked it, into. It's 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 not going to happen. No, it's not. It's not it's not going to happen. I mean, you, Chip, we can sit here and talk about it. And, and, and again, um, I, I, I'm with you. I, I have seen the reports from the Keys. From Jupiter, I mean, you you can come I mean, all the way sailfish up. Sailfish in Jupiter, yeah, they're I mean, you sailfish. can come all the way up, and and everybody's like, dude, what is going on with 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 the sharks? And 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 to be honest with you, I thought we might get away with it this year. They hadn't been that bad. Yes, oh, in the beginning it was, awesome. it was nice. Yeah, yeah, in the beginning it was it was fantastic. You could go wherever you wanted. When they came on, they came out. Yeah, but did. I'm just telling, but yeah. dude, this is St. Augustine Inlet. I'm trying to yes. release a jack or a little 17-inch redfish trying to be the conservationist. Yeah. Dude, you do not put your hands within six inches of that water if you got a fish. Yep. I, I fed them six cobias this week, 
Three of them were short. Really? Three of them were legal. Mm. See, I'm sorry. I'd have to make something happen out of that situation. We're talking about throughout the week. So it is tough to deal with, though. It is really tough. But we're talking about a food-valued fish compared to just a a traveler. And don't think you're going to release the small cobia and just let him swim off. Yeah. It's not going to happen. No. getting eaten. Right. No, because I can tell you, just like you're saying, because of me being inshore, I have gotten, and I know Kevin's seen it, when there's a school of dolphin porpoises that – Will not leave you alone. Right. I mean, he's going to have to write me a ticket because it's going to happen. But I will not, not put a 16, 17-inch redfish back in the water knowing damn good and well I'm going to look up and he's going to throw it in the air. He stays in my live well. When I drive away, I throw him back out. I would love to see that one time. I've never seen it. Oh, I've, I've seen it plenty of times. Plenty of times. Yeah, pl- plenty of times. No, but I <laughs> yep. mean, honest to gosh, I mean, I am not I mean, going to do Chip, it. Chip, have you ever had a, a, a porpoise ha- har- harass you? Yeah, I've had them. Down in the valley, we used to have it happen a lot. Leon and I both did, where they'd sit, you know, 20 yards behind you, and any fish you caught, it was his. I mean, it was like dropping a ball off your tailgate, and the dog's behind you. He'd, yeah. He's right on it. Wow. Yeah. 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 So yeah. I'll yeah. hold on to him until I drive him out in the middle of the channel, and I'll release him. Yep. Obviously, yep. I don't do a lot of inshore fishing, but I think it'd be cool to see once. Yeah, but then after Flipping. that, you're 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 like yeah. okay, oh, yeah. this is same yeah, as a shark. Yeah, same as a shark. You know, you're just you're because he knows what he's doing. He's staying right out there on the deeper right. water side, and you're in there wherever. And, and, and I thought it was interesting, Chip, that um, talking to Doug Wenzel, who I fished with, and he was down in Tampa snook fishing, and 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 I was you know fishing with him two weeks later. And he was telling me just how, how how bad the dolphins are. I mean, they're just eating every snook they throw back, every single one of them. And and, and finally, yeah. they, 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 they have to move. And so the next weekend, doing the outdoor show with Captain Kirk, he had been down there. And, and while Kirk's talking about his fishing experience down there, snook fishing, Doug said, ask him if, if you know, that they have a problem with porpoises. And so I did in the middle of, of his conversation. He goes, oh, my God, we had to move three times. Wow. This is a long ways away from where Doug was fishing. Doug was fishing like Naples, and, and Kirk was fishing Tampa. But they've all kind of, you know, I, I keep saying this, Chip, these animals become in tune with our motors sure. and, and everything. And there are so many more people fishing, so yep. many more boats on the water. It's so yep. much easier for these fish to adapt, or sharks to adapt, dolphins to adapt, yep. to, to, to what to do to get an easy meal. Look at the tarpon at the fish cleaning table. Exactly. Same same thing. Yep. yep. Same thing. I don't know. But, I mean, something's got to meet a happy medium in, event, in the end. Well, there's a bunch of sharks out of the jetties, I can tell you that. Yep. Oh, yeah, I saw a giant bull shark at the jetties today. Yeah, we uh, <clears throat> we were catching them on artificials yesterday on soft plastics and hard bait. Sharks? And uh, Yeah, sharks. They just clobbered them. We were throwing it, rolling tarpon and tarpon that we're feeding. Um, and uh, I still haven't gotten one to a boat in the last couple of days. It's 0 for 5 on tarpon. But uh, we did have a monster hit, and I looked at the guy, and I go, mm, good luck. <laughs> yeah, have fun with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to have my dandy food sandwich. Oh. And, and, uh, <laughs> Underneath the umbrella. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. He did not even jump, Kevin. You know, that's the the bite you get when it just uh, bites and it starts rolling and it just rolls and keeps going. Yep. You're like, oh, God. Yeah. So it went into like 70 feet of water, and it was a long battle until it finally broke. But um, 
No, it's been beautiful out there. Today got a little snotty, but um, with the tide and the wind picking up, but um, cow, the water's beautiful. But I'll trade that beautiful water for those pogies back on the beach in a heartbeat. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'm, 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 we're, we're 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 all with you on that. I mean, it's um, it's I it's stressful. I, I, and I told myself today, I ain't stressing it. I'm just nope. if we're I have to roll run, with it, and what's yeah, happen, I, I, gonna I have to run back in salt run and throw thirty times, and it it is what it is. Is that know? what you did? I tell yeah. myself that every day, and it yep. does never. I work. know it doesn't, but today <laughs> I didn't. Just, I didn't stress it. I was just like, you know what, guys, I'm just going to go in here and, and you we're get gonna... to a groove of what knows, and that's the longer you do it, the more is just going to, you know. I mean, you got to learn to let's just let it, it's just what it is, what it is. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I didn't start fishing today till nine forty-five. I left hell, the at seven thirty. Mitch was still catching bait at nine thirty, quarter to ten, and he had a four-hour. And he was still in there catching bait. It, he had way I more bait for than me. An hour and fifteen minutes before my charter showed up this morning, going to look for mullet, and couldn't yeah. find any. Yeah, I ran, grabbed some shrimp, and said, "Guys, we're going to try to catch any kind of croaker. What are those fish called, Scotty? That little sand? What do you call them? Silver yeah, what, what, like, what are those, Scotty? We Talk don't to even me know. Again. Those the silver the, trout or silver? Oh, no, not those ones? silver trout. The one no. that looks no, like no, a the, the uh, sand perch. Yeah, no, yeah. They're, they're, they did they have pink in them? Yeah, they're no, they're, 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 they're called sand jiggers. If they if they're the no, one, they're no, like no, a no, rass no, family. No, I know what you're talking about. Not not the sand jiggers. No, it, this oh. is this looks like a little yellow mouth trout, and they're here in the winter time, and they just wear you out. Yeah, sugars. I don't know. Sugar, yeah. I don't know what sugar. sugar I, I, and they they got a real sharp gill plate, and they're and they're and yeah, they'll cut you. Yeah, little, but they only yeah. grow about six inches that's long. That's it. I don't, I've never. I don't, I don't know what the book name is. I don't know. I don't know what the book name is either. I don't know what it is either. I just. I was talking about the trout. one that looks like a sea bass, but it's skinny and long. It's called. They call those are called a yellow. Well, there's two. It's it's uh, it's a yellow bass. We used to call them yellow bass because they look exactly like a sea bass, but they have mm-hmm. yellow and black in them instead of all black. Yeah, those they're either called ledge bass or yellow bass. By tarpon. <laughs> oh wow! They get really, hammered. the tarpon eat them? <laughs> You know oh the ones I'm talking God. about? You won't catch them. You don't very catch them south, but if you go north up towards the hospital grounds and, and all the years when I was running bait. We're talking inshore now, around the jetties and stuff. Yeah, yeah, but, they, but they're up they're, where they're famous for being up north. Okay. And they look exactly like a black sea bass, but they're just yellow. Except they're they, have the same bar, they have the same bar colorings okay. and all that. They're called yellow bass. I did see something cool in the cove this week, a – uh, triple tail. It was all bright yellow. Bright yellow. Is that cool? Really? You know, three inches long, two inches you long. You lay there on top of the water. Just so cool to yeah, see it. Yeah, I know it. I know it. I, you know what I saw today, Chip? I saw a frigate bird. Wow. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Yeah. A frigate bird? Yeah. I don't know that I've ever seen yeah, one. Yeah, and that's probably, and I, and, and I literally stopped and because he, he was circling. Mice. <laughs> huh? Yeah, and 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 you know my 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 uh, uh, Teresa and Cody were they're like, is this where we're fishing? I'm like, no, no, that's a frigate bird. You know, they're like, what what does that mean? I'm yeah. like, no, yeah, I mean, you know, frigate birds are cool. And he was low yeah. enough where she got she got some good pictures of him and stuff, you know. And yeah, he was over birds. a school of bonita. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, See, that's what's so cool about, you know, like you said before, Stuart and south of there. Yeah. Dude, that's all you got. I mean, that's, oh, how, you yeah. find, that's how you go fishing. Yeah, you, you find frigate birds. You find birds. frigate birds. Yeah. I mean, they don't do a daggum thing until they find a frigate bird. Then they fish. Yeah. It's cool. Are they, because Chip, you've, you've been down there way more than us, right? Where's that? What, what, uh, south, south Florida. Florida. Or the oh, Bahamas. Yeah, yeah. Or the Bahamas, yeah. Uh, uh, so, so 
What is the significance of a frigate bird? When I see a frigate bird, I follow them. They're usually following <laughs> billfish. They're following uh, dorado or uh, mahi. You know the dolphin. I mean, they're following. They're following fish to wait for them to blow those uh, blow those flying fish out of the water, and they'll swoop down and snag them. It's yeah, just amazing. They can't touch they'll sit the there. You can yes. see one troll by him, and boom, you'll pick up a dolphin. Yeah. I did. They're the only. I'm telling you, I stopped the troll. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I did. Yeah. I did. Uh, you, you think I did? And it was interesting because there was a big school of bonita there, and, and, and he just kept circling and kind of stayed with us. I mean, if I you've never seen that video told. on YouTube the, of the frigate birds working with the mahis, that is the most. It, it's whoever videoed that. The, yeah, how amazing. they get those videos are amazing. I know what you're talking about because oh, you I can't lo- get right on top of it. Right. So whatever zoom lens he's got, he's he's. A couple hundred yards away. I right. mean, he's not, Ep- like, right there on him. Epic video footage. Have you guys ever seen the video of the Trevallis? Yes. In, in, in Australia? How they get that is is mm-hmm. beyond me. It's awesome. Eating the birds yeah. out of the air. <laughs> yes, they're good. But they they're, they got cameras under the water yep. that shows what the fish are looking at. How does, how does that happen? Yep. It's awesome. I, it is awesome. It is an a lot incredible of time in the water. Yeah, <laughs> that's the Can only you bird. You know time? that that's yeah. the only bird that doesn't land, right? That's right. He can't touch the water. He too. cannot touch the water, and yeah. they never see land, from what I right. understand. They never see land. Uh, uh-uh, uh, a frigate. Okay. Um, a frigate. I mean, he might yeah. stand Sorry. on a log or stand on okay, something. Yeah. I don't think they stop. I don't know. I, I, I mean, know, I, I know they, they can't really touch never, the water. They can't that's touch the, the water. Way they have to follow the. All right, we're we're long. We we got. A lot of airtime there. Oh, we got to go, Chip. <laughs> See you guys. See you, Chip. Bye. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what you pay the producer for. Right. Let you know what's Let going you know on. Your ear, yeah, we'll, Shut up. We'll be right back with the most Southwest Girl Fishing Forecast. The most Southwest Grill Fishing Forecast, brought to you by Ring Power on 1010XL. Yeah, totally. Uh, Totally lost our our, our, our break. <laughs> we got a frigate bird. Shark. Isn't it birds. weird the things that we get excited about? You know, really, you saw a frigate bird? Oh, dude, yeah. they're great. But that's yeah. why we all do this is those exciting little yeah, things. Yeah, 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 yeah. When I came off plane, they're like, what are you doing? I'm like, a frigate bird. They're yeah. like, what the hell does so, that mean? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah, it's a frigate bird. Yeah. I mean, I've seen like two or three of them yes. in my life. You yeah, know? right. So real quick, um, at least they changed the forecast a little bit for tonight. Southeast winds 10 to 15 becoming 5 towards daybreak. Okay. So that's good because they were calling for 10 to 15 throughout the night and then to go to 15 to 20 tomorrow. And then like showers kind of on yeah, and off. Yeah, yeah. South winds 10 to 15 tomorrow becoming southeast 15 to 20. Uh, chance of light, likely and slight chance of thunderstorms. So I, I told my guys, look at the radar tomorrow. That's morning. all we're doing. That's all I'm doing, mine yep. tomorrow, too. Yep, yep. For the holiday weekend, Saturday, south winds 10 to 15, 3 to 4. Uh, Sunday, south winds 10 to 15, 3 to 4. Monday, south winds 10 to 15, 2 to 3. Uh, Tuesday, south winds 10 to 15, 3 to 4. That is the recipe for a thermocline. Exactly, 100%. Yep. C1 in about a week and a half. Yep, yep, yep. No, no question that um, it, you you talk south southwest winds every day, mm-hmm. then it's going to next change, Thursday will be complaining. I can't wait to see it. Yeah, because it'll be a cobia bite. So it, there there, there will be a serious, serious cobia bite, folks. Make sure you join us for the Nimnik Outdoor Show on Saturday morning. Myself, 
Captain Kirk Waltz, Jeff Lagerman will all be there, and um, it should be it should be exciting. We'll talk more about um, Scalloping. Stay safe on the holiday weekend, yes. guys. Yes. Yep. 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 Captain Scott Shank, Captain Ricky Kapoor. I'm Captain Kevin Faber. Y'all have a great holiday. See ya. See ya. See ya.